This episode is full of spoilers and contains some not-so-super language. citizens and welcome to something monty python kind of almost said to, to something kind of almost completely different yeah than what we something, do. and now for something completely different as you our lovely lovely listeners know we're taking a break just from the movies just for i don't know it's not even a month it's just the loki the Loki for the, the loki, loki. The, the span of the loki <laughs> they give us a little bit of a break but we are talking loki disney plus's new addition to the mcu Oh boy, oh boy, does that logo look good in green and gold. Oh god, it does! We've talked <laughs> WandaVision already, we've talked the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and now it's Loki's turn, and I am not hiding it. This is the one I've been looking forward to the most. Oh, absolutely. I've never hidden that before, and man, I'm fired up, because we both just watched the first episode. Right. And now just we're diving right in. Mics are on, mics are hot, we're gonna go back in time! <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what we're going to do. First episode is called, just as Steve Martin said in The Jerk, he's got a glorious purpose. Glorious purpose. He's burdened with glorious purpose, in fact. It's a great big burden. But I love how this episode starts out. 2012, we're kind of kicking off right where we did in Endgame. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're using Endgame footage here. We sure are. The Russo brothers are going to sue somebody. Yep. They don't own Disney. that. Come on. <laughs> But I love how we get to see Loki take the Tesseract. It's kind of like filling us in on where we last saw it. Yeah. And Loki taking the Tesseract was probably the biggest question mark that came out of Endgame. It's definitely one of the biggest ones. It was the least finite thing that yeah. happened. It was the biggest thing in Endgame that you were like, that's setting something up. Absolutely. And I'm so <laughs> glad it finally delivered. We see him take the Tesseract, and then we don't get Marvel fanfare. And it was weird. Yeah, no Giacchino. No. He's on the bench for this one, I think. Sit it out. We got other music happening. We sure do. <laughs> but I love how we end up in the Gobi Desert, Mongolia. Right. And we see a Loki. He's like a, a meteor falling from that sky out of the Tesseract hole. <laughs> and then he mirrors Iron Man in the, in the desert. There's a lot of mirroring happening in this episode, and we will get there. We sure will but i love how he gets on like this rock instantly like he has to be all grand and mighty right the god that he is (laughs) i have to i have to postulate so i have to be up high mongolians don't know who he is nope they have no clue i'm amazed that loki doesn't know uh any other languages (laughs) it's kind of a miracle right dude's been around for how long hasn't taken the time (laughs) what is he american right (laughs) thor can speak groot What's going on with the education that family? It's like plant 101 somewhere. <laughs> so these Mongolians have no idea what Loki's saying, but you know who does? The TVA. These portals open, these perfectly square portals, and these armored agents step out, and they have sticks. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> and they're aiming those sticks at Loki. It's got a little light on the end. It's scary. Yeah. And they are there to arrest him for crimes against the sacred timeline. And they keep calling him a variant. 
I love how we're just getting world building. And of course, us as the audience, we're asking questions. We're like, oh, cool. This is stuff they're going to fill in. Yeah. This is neat. <laughs> what is a variant? I'm sure we'll find out in minutes. He gets hit with one of these glowing sticks, and he starts moving at 1 16th speed while still feeling the pain at regular speed, which. But must I love be... how he has like Rocky face. Oh, like, yeah. He just got punched, and it's just jiggling around like you're like you're getting punched in the face. <laughs> He looks like I a bulldog with his face out the window, just <laughs> jowls flapping. You gotta know it. There's like some guy just from the crew, just right off with like a a still leaf blower, just firing <laughs> it in Tom Hiddleston's face. Yep. Like, oh man, these effects that Marvel has, ah, second to none. <laughs> what a job! Oh, oh, oh. Did you just tool time me? I had to. Yeah. I, I said a tool thing. Uh? <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> The TVA are going to bring Loki in for judgment. They are, but I like how he has to go through this like rigmarole of red tape. Oh yeah, first. it's wonderful because he keeps getting dropped through these like shoots, and this angry robot is just like, "Hey, I'm going to take your clothes." Except it doesn't do that because it's just emojis, it, which is great. It looks like Herbie. It does. It looks so much like, like Herbie. You're not touching this. This is fine as garden leather, and it just blasts them off. Yeah, he just zaps off the clothes so we can see those. Sweet Loki abs. Yeah. (laughs) They're so sweet. He drops down again. He gets the new suit on, the the prisoner suit. Yep. The variant suit. (laughs) Whatever it might be. I like how he has the whole weird situation with the guard is like, walk through this thing. (laughs) And if you're a robot, you're just going to light on fire from the inside. Are there people that don't know they're robots? Which is amazing because it answers the question for him. But I love how pushy this guard he's like just walk through already like i need to, you to do this i need you to sign off on this right. this is ridiculous but also life model decoys don't know they're robots so exactly and this guy like a, a year ago didn't even know he was a frost giant so like he's like maybe <laughs> i am that? a robot who knows but then i like how he drops down again and then there's a guy there with just a stack of papers and he says please sign this is everything you've ever said and then of course they'll be like what new sheet prints out he's it like just this says, too what <laughs> but i love the bureaucracy of oh, what's yeah. happening with the TVA. It's such a fun way to set up the world that we're going to live in. It's phenomenal. I love it. Then he comes to like one of these roped off lines and he has to take a ticket. And the guy in front of him is like, I'm not taking a ticket. And Loki's like, there's only two of us here. And the guy's like, take a ticket. So he takes a ticket, begrudgingly, stuffs it in his pocket. And then he's got to walk through the insane <laughs> amusement park style roped off line. Right. It's like whenever you build a roller coaster that's way too deadly in Roller Coaster Tycoon, <laughs> everyone's like, absolutely fucking not. Right. Absolutely not. And you still got to walk not through happening. the ropes awkwardly, <laughs> even though you're the only one there. Right. You have the one guy who's just tired of his wife and kids. He's like, this amusement park is killing me. I'm going to do it myself. Goodbye forever. I have to imagine that's what Escape from Tomorrowland's about. I never saw the movie. The one that was like illegally shot within Disneyland. But I have oh, to imagine yeah. that's what it's about. That would make sense. This guy just at the end of his rope because of his family. (laughs) I've had enough. Surely that guy didn't survive quarantine. Surely. Oh, definitely. And don't call me Shirley. (laughs) I apologize. (laughs) A video plays while while Loki's in line of Miss Minutes. She is the TVA's mascot. Right. This is a whole Jurassic Park style explainer exposition video that is just so good. Right, and instead of Mr. DNA, we have Tara Strong. Yeah, Tara fucking Strong. I apologize to the entire Strong family. You're right. <laughs> Miss Minutes. 
And she's talking about the sacred timeline and the history of the TVA and the multiverse and how there's a multi- multiverse. Multiversal. We said the word. Finally. Yeah. Apparently. I lost my mind. I mean, they said it in Far From Home, too. Not the same way. Not the same way. You're right. Not with a big exclamation point on the screen going, hey, fucker, multiverse. It's real. We're here. You thought it was going to happen to WandaVision. It didn't. You fools. (laughs) Miss Minutes says that Nexus events are things that happen in the timeline when somebody does something that's not according to the plan of the timekeepers. Right, we are setting up so much. Oh, yeah. And if those are left unchecked, they could branch off into madness. I want to hit the table. I do, too. repeatedly. But I also was just like, they said the word again. They just keep saying all the words. (laughs) Uh, I love it. What really intrigued me about that was these unchecked branches that can lead into madness could lead to another multiversal war. Secret Wars. <laughs> oh my God. Miss Minutes just did so much heavy lifting. Oh my God. And I'm so happy that they just took it from Mr. DNA. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm so happy. Hey, I like the way Jurassic Park does this. Do we just do that? We'll get like our own little cuphead uh, clock lady and we'll just <laughs> run with it. Minutes. <laughs> So the guy that was in front of Loki didn't want a ticket. He's like, I'm not taking a ticket. This isn't a deli. What are we doing here? And he gets sticked. The guy pulls out the stick again. He gets sticked. Yeah. This time, he, he doesn't go 116th. He goes kablooey. He's gone. He just he's an, straight he's an up person. vaporizes like Loki's right. clothes. Not what you want. No. So Loki's so Loki, like, where's my ticket? He starts digging through his pockets. <laughs> got it. I got my ticket right here. <laughs> so good. And then we get our title. Yeah. Loki, and I love how the letters are all changing about whatnot. I love the theme song, how it's like got that ticking clock beat yes. to it. It's just phenomenal. But then, as we always do, we go to France 1549. Naturally. I mean, of course. I was just counting down the minutes until we got here. It's about time, really. And wow, oh wow, Owen Wilson. <laughs> He's making his entry into the MCU. Owen fucking Wilson is investigating a murder or something that's not supposed to happen in the timeline. Right. Turns out it's a guard right. that was attacked. Uh, it's the sixth this week that they know about, and the reset charge is gone. And that's that's the big part. The reset charge is gone, and that's right. not what you want. Because the reset no. charges are what clear the branch and bring everything back to the original timeline. Right. It's like a control-alt-delete, but yeah. like in the real world. That's a good way of that putting it. That makes me sound like Control-Alt-Delete doesn't exist in our world as we know it, actually. That's a weird <laughs> way of putting it. It's an IRL Control-Alt-Delete, but not like the buttons, but like the action. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's like a real-life task manager. <laughs> That's so boring. <laughs> yeah, it is. But like, <laughs> tell me that doesn't fit perfectly with the rest of the TVA. All right. Maybe it's not that boring. Also, if we go off of that, missed opportunity for Clippy. Clippy and Miss Minutes, uh, the team-up that I didn't know I wanted until now. I'm in. I'm very in. And have Mr. DNA as like a weird yeah. love triangle. You just get like a whole suite of desktop appliances. <laughs> appliance? That's not the right appliances? word at all. <laughs> what are you doing? Clocks. Well, it's like, and, oh, and the Maytag man's going to come storming in going, what are you doing my Miss Minutes? <laughs> Whenever I'm looking for a new clock or paperclips, I always go to the appliances section. I'm like, why exactly. can't I find anything ever? <laughs> 
Everyone else is always going to the appliance section too, and that's why Sears is closing. <laughs> Good riddance. <laughs> An interesting thing about the character that Owen Wilson is playing here. In 1987, Mark Grunwell became the executive editor at Marvel, and he's often called the keeper of continuity. It's an important thing, and it's a job very often overlooked. Yes, and Walt Simonson, when he was doing his run of Thor in the 80s, which is like a legendary run, he created the Time Variance Authority, which this is obviously based on, and he paid homage to Grunwald by having all the TVA staff be clones of Grunwald. That's very cool. And Owen Wilson is sporting his famous mustache. I love it. It's, It's great. What's also great is that there's this kid in this church who saw it all. Yeah, he, all of it. He was there, and he's he just French and there. Right, and Owen Wilson approaches, because now he speaks every language. Well, yeah, I mean, he's been studying the timeline. Sacre, wow. <laughs> I should have known. I should have known. Which is interesting, because the kid's mouth, the kid's <laughs> mouth is sacre bleu. That's right. <laughs> But I like how Owen Wilson like draws this stick figure on this weird mini iPad and he hands it to this his fifteen forty nine French kid and says, Tap it. Tap this thing that you're this weird magic that you surely can't understand and just watch this hologram thing go walking around so that it shows that I care and I'm like coming down to earth and making I'm you feel safe. Fun and even though I'm giving you this magic this magic technology that won't exist for hundreds of years. <laughs> this Pip Boy. <laughs> I also love that he's like miming for him to tap it, and he just spoke French before and after this scene. Like, <laughs> right. just tell the kid to tap it. What do you? <laughs> this makes me want like an Owen Wilson version of like Simon <laughs> <laughs> or Bop it or something like that. Oh wow! <laughs> wow it, tap it. Wow. <laughs> or you see, you gotta tap it. Wow. But I like how he's like, "Hey, kid." You got my weird magic box. Who did this to you? And he points the stained glass window. And it's not Mephisto. It's the devil. It, there's a Yes, it's a stained glass picture of the devil. Director Kate Heron actually has put this to rest already. She said the devil in the church actually is genuinely a coincidence. It's meant to be a reference to Loki um, with the horns and how he was cast out of heaven. So it is completely coincidental. It's not Mephisto. I'm pretty sure her direct quote was, I didn't know that those fuckers at WandaVision <laughs> were going to send us on a wild goose chase of Mephisto. Also, the internet, be patient. That's, yeah. <laughs> Just all the time, be patient. Yeah. Chill, internet. We'll talk about who Mephisto is later. <laughs> I love that this kid has this blue mouth because whoever was here has given him joke gum. Right? <laughs> oh, who could this be? Oh, what a jokester. <laughs> who would do that? Who who would be that mischievous? <laughs> I like how after this, Loki has to go on trial. Yes. He gets walked into this courtroom, and he goes up and sees the judge. Gugu fucking Mbata-Ra. She is so good in this. She's phenomenal. And I think- She's doing her job. We're just seeing the beginning of this character. Absolutely. She keeps calling Loki Mr. Laufeson. Fantastic. I love Fantastic. because it's just very to the point. Like, Mr. Laufeson, please, please stop it. <laughs> but I like how Loki here is just like, I'm the god of, of mischief. Ah, I'm 
how do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? Ugh, I plead guilty to this being a shit fest and this being <laughs> sucky. And just silly for the point of being <laughs> silly. See, I, what did I do? I picked up a box. Uh, how is that breaking laws? Come on. Right. He's like, I plead not guilty to everything you're saying I did because that you got the wrong guy. She's like, oh, then who should we have? I love that response right away. And I love that he has an answer. He's like, the Avengers. I smell yep. two Tony Starks. But what I also like is how she says, what the Avengers did was supposed to happen. Yeah. Loki escaping was not. Sounds like the I Avengers like fucked up, they really. They set up like a destiny type situation, though. Yeah. But it does sound like the Avengers fucked up. <laughs> like the Avengers broke the timeline just because Hulk doesn't like stairs. Exactly. The judge is going to find Loki guilty. Yes. For fucking up too hard. Just, you shouldn't have picked up that blue box as picked up as you did. Exactly. You, you, it ruined the timeline. And now bent your over charge is and picked you're stuff being, up you have too to be hard. reset now. And now, right. yep, we got to get rid of you. Owen Wilson doesn't like that. He says, no, 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 hold on. I want to approach the bench. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow. He says, I kind of want to do the thing. And she's like, you want to do the thing? He's like, I want to do the thing. She's like, are you sure you want to do the thing? It's a bad idea to do the thing, but I want to do the thing. All right. Well, I'm just going to let you know if you're doing the thing, you're going to be in charge of this asshole. All right. Go do the thing. So now Owen Wilson is Loki's keeper for lack of a better term. Right. And he's going to basically show him around the TVA for, for a hot second. We get this awesome view of what the TVA looks like as a whole, which is insane. It has these giant statues. You know how I am about they're, giant they're statues? They're very large. They're so large. I'm fine with them. Okay. They're not they're as... surrounded by larger things. So it's not like they just stood out. Right, right. And, Maybe that's what it is. And honestly, even though they're depicting aliens, they look more human than the ones from Batman. Right. So How about that? Something about those Art Deco statues, man. I don't know what it is. And uh, Loki's like, hey, I thought you didn't have magic here. And Owen's like, we, d- we don't. This is just what it is. It's the line I hated the most in the whole entire episode. Really? Yeah. Because like, we see how amazing it looks. We don't need a line to tell us how amazing it looks. That's fair. We don't need Chris Claremont writing this. Stuff. <laughs> uh, X-Men burn. Oh, yeah. And then as they're walking away from this window, Loki's like, this place is a nightmare. And Owen Wilson's like, <laughs> I love this line. Oh, no, that's a different division. I will help you burn that one down. <laughs> it's so good. So good. They get in the elevator, and Owen Wilson finally introduces himself as Agent Mobius M. Mobius. Boom! That's a big name. That is a big name. That is that is every member of the TVA in the comic books. Uh-huh. I'm happy they didn't do that. That's I am way too. too much Owen Wilson. Be, just, wow, 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 wow. Overwhelming, really. Just a sea of wows. <laughs> and what his job is going to be is to is show Loki the, the greatest hits of Loki. Right, and Loki instantly goes, no, and tries to run away. Naturally. Which Owen Wilson uses a weird remote thing, and now he's just reset. Like his, He's got a time he's twister. put back to where he was, and Loki's like, oh, come on. I love the time twister. It's very cool the way they do it. And Agent Mobius is going to ask him a bunch of questions. Say, hey, what's your deal? What, what are you about, Loki? What, what makes you tick? Right, and he's just like, do you like hurting people? Do you like killing people? That's the whole point of why we're sitting here right now. Exactly. Answer these two simple questions. Is this what you enjoy? And to really get at him, he starts showing him the greatest hits. Right. As you said. And it's off like this weird, crazy holographic projector. And we get to relive all these classic moments all from the MCU. All these classic Loki moments from the MCU. And Loki even says, he's like, I, I know. I, I don't need to see this. I live. I was it. there. I don't need this. <laughs> I don't need to see it, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> 
But then I like how he's like, let me show you some of my favorite. Wow. Oh, wow. I feel like I need to do that just yeah, to yeah. differentiate that it's Owen Wilson. And I love how we get to see an airplane in the sky, yep. as airplanes want to do. <laughs> and Tom Hiddleston has a nice suit on. Sure does. A stewardess comes up to him, and he slips her a note. She doesn't think anything of it, because he's very charming he's and very handsome. super charming. Very polite. And he says, you should probably read the note, because there is a bomb on the plane. Oh, snap. Oh, snap, indeed. She goes, oh, thanks, Mr. Cooper. To which I went, ha, that's funny. That just confirmed the thing from the trailer that I really liked. A lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out that Loki was D.B. Cooper. D.B. Cooper. Which is amazing. For those who don't know, D.B. Cooper famously did this. Exactly what happened this is in real. this scene. This is yes. real. Mystery's never been solved. Right up to the moment of the, the Rainbow Bridge. It, it all happened. It all happened. D.B. Cooper famously got the Bifrost, and then he was... <laughs> <laughs> Even to the point where, like, when the Bifrost takes Loki away, some of the money stays. Which is awesome. And even when they were looking for D.B. Cooper, they were finding cash that was identified as being part of the haul that he received from the U.S. government, because he did ransom the government with his plane, and then, uh, yeah, and they never found him, so... Which is amazing. Phenomenal. That's so cool. And I like how the reason why he did it was because he lost a bet to Thor. Right. What kind of bet? I don't even know. The loser has to go to Earth and just do stupid <laughs> shit. I don't know. It's so good, though. Very specific punishment for losing a bet. But then Owen Wilson gets real, and he starts showing him the not-so-greatest hits also. The stuff that this how, Loki doesn't even yeah. know about yet. Yeah, things that are too happen, because we are in 2012. Right. And he shows him how Loki gets his mom killed. And that does not sit well with Loki. No, he's not a big fan of that. Oh, because now he thinks that that's made up. Right. He wants to know, where's his mom? Clearly, this is all just a setup. Yeah, what kind of games are you people playing? And also, we need to remind people that the Dark World did happen. We have to keep reminding people that that movie is relevant. As much as you want to forget, <laughs> it did happen. But as Loki's getting all emotional, Owen Wilson gets pulled away, to which he stupidly just says, hey, you stay here. Right, right, yeah. Hey, Loki, Mr. Escape Artist. From all, I even referenced how you always get out of trouble whenever you're in it. It's so weird. Right. I like Let Loki me... pretty much puts his arm around Owen Wilson and he's like, oh, I'll stay here, bud. Yeah. I'll stay here. I'm not going to go through your pockets or anything while I'm right here. <laughs> Hunter B-15, who is the agent of the TVA who originally captured Loki in the Gobi Desert, interrupts them because she's got something very urgent she needs to tell Agent Mobius. Right. Played by Wanmi Musaku. Right. Crushing it. Absolutely crushing it. And naturally, when Mobius goes back into the room, Loki is gone. As you would expect. Yeah. And I like how Owen Wilson instantly goes looking for the time twister. He's like, yeah, damn it. Loki is on the run in the TVA. And there's an interesting thing that happens here that I don't know if you if you picked up on it or not, but people on... I didn't, but people on Twitter sure did. Okay. The first time you see him zap over to another room using the time twister... A portal opens, and two people walk through it. Right. And one of these people looks an awful lot like Peggy Carter. Really? Really. Like a lot to go back like and Peggy watch Carter. This again. I did not notice that. And from there, he's going to continue to run around the TVA and, and be chased by all of the agents of the TVA. And he winds up at the the room that he was brought in to begin with, where he had to turn over the Tesseract. And he sees the guy he had to turn the test rack over to, and he says, hey, I need that thing back. And Casey, who is played by Eugene fucking Cordero. Oh, God, he's so good. I love him in everything. Uh -huh. Everything. <laughs> he's one of those actors, whenever he pops up, 
You're just so excited. Have you seen Tacoma FD? I haven't. It's very funny. I've it's been like, told to watch it a thousand times before. Same, and I, 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 I held off on a long for a long time, and now I've seen some of it, and it is very funny. Okay, so I, I will move it up on the list. But Casey has a drawer full of all sorts of goodies he's been handed. Right, because he wants to get him the test track. He's like, yeah, fine, here. Here's your test Here's rack. Here's your test Here's rack. Blue he cube, fine. opens the drawer, and Loki notices just a ton of Infinity Stones. Which should terrify you. It should. And the look on Loki's face is like, are those Infinity Stones? And I like how Casey's like, yeah, I mean, they're everywhere around here. Some of the guys use them as paperweights. Black Widow uh, died for a paperweight. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's kind of what that meant. Everything that we've witnessed so far is bullshit. Right? Like, hey, we just spent 23 movies talking about these stones, and now they are nothing. They're in a drawer. Because they're useless. Of a guy who doesn't know what a fish is. <laughs> Casey, I'll gut you like a fish. Is that a scream reference? What? That feels what's like a scream what's reference. A <laughs> Dave, you have a propensity to pause movies and look at things. Did you pause yeah. and look at this drawer? No. What uh, should I have? There are lots of goodies in this drawer. I was like, what kind of Easter eggs are going to be in this drawer? I need to know. What else is there? Now I'm feeling bad and impossible. <laughs> it wasn't a newspaper. Newspapers are so much fun to pause on. Newspapers are fun, but this was, I was just digging for Easter eggs at this point. Sure. Um, there's a French Medal of Honor for whatever reason. There's a cross. There's a few different daggers and there's something that kind of looks like a, an arc reactor. Okay. And one thing I noticed when looking at all these infinity stones is there are no mind stones. That's interesting. All the other stones are there. There's even two soul stones, but there are no mind stones. I didn't even notice it. Holy crap. I noticed that there were multiple of some colors. Yeah, well, everything. I did not notice what was missing. Everything had multiples, but there was no mind stone, which I thought was interesting. That is really interesting. So, I don't know if wow. that's hinting to something or not. I mean, it feels, I don't know. It feels it very be. intentional. That's amazing. Good eyes. Thank you. <laughs> and here, Loki kind of realizes this, and he asks openly, is this the most powerful place that there is? I mean, if they're throwing around Infinity Stones as paperweights, then probably. Yes. Yeah. The answer is yes. So Loki feels kind of defeated now when he heads back to this room that Mobius was this showing theater him. room. All of right. these fun memories. And he's like, let me, let me see what was supposed to happen to me if I had stayed on the correct timeline. And I like how we get the clips of his mother. He watched his mother dying again because yep. he's still trying to come to terms with that. He watches Odin fade away. Right. Into whatever he fades away into. <laughs> into that magic dust in whatever it might be. He sees Thor being proud of him. Yeah. He, he sees so I his, like how we're really the, packing it that on. That final here. reconciliation with Thor in Ragnarok. And then he watches his own death. At the hands of Thanos. Which is wild because you even see like the look on real Loki's face. He's going like, what? Yeah. Um, and I like how finite they make it. Because the tape runs out. End of film. Which is oh, amazing. Can I just can I just say uh Tom fucking Hiddleston is crushing it in this scene. Yeah, he's a very, very, very good actor. Oh my god, is he selling it? Just watching his own death. Yeah, and I want to say if no one's ever seen The Night Manager, go watch The Night Manager. I've never it seen is The Night so Manager. Good. Looks like I have to watch something this weekend. Add it to the list. <laughs> It's so good. Hunter B-15 comes back, and she finds Loki in the room, and he's going to have some fun with the time twister and just really mess up her whole day. Well, it's because he ends up 
getting the weird necklace thing that he has off of himself, throws it on her. Right. And she's all just like, damn it. And then she's just getting reset. Just constantly. Zappy zappy. Which is amazing. But then finally, Mobius comes back. Loki's just sitting there all disheveled in the corner with his blue cube next to him. Right. And he's like, I can't even use it. It's like, I tried to use it several times. Like, And Owen Wilson's like, wow, yeah, uh, none, none of that stuff works here. <laughs> it's true. And at this point, Loki is finally going to come clean with Mobius and be like, no, I don't like killing people. It's not what I'm about. He basically admits that he's weak and he needs to use violence to instill fear. He doesn't fear. basically admit that he's weak. I mean, he admits he, that he's weak. He does. He says the words. He's like, I'm weak and I use violence to instill fear to get control. Right. He's like, that's what weak people do is this is the way we do it. We use force just to instill fear. It does not mean we're strong people. Right. That's all it means. It we is. don't know any other way to get it. And that is an amazing bit of character development. With a character that I did not realize still had development to be done. No, he is so deep all the time. You never know which direction he's coming from. And you see him hit these emotional moments with his family yeah. in every single movie. Then you also see him turn on his family, no problem, whenever he has In to. every single movie. Like, <laughs> it is just amazing. And even Owen Wilson calls him out in this thing. He's watching the clips before, and he's like, the stuff I see here, not that mischievous. Not that mischievous. <laughs> I don't understand what's so mischievous about this. Yeah, well, you wouldn't, would you? No, you wouldn't, it's would you? the worst comeback ever. But Mobius says, I need your help. That's why you're here. Right. I need your help. Loki says, okay, you want me to go hunt the person who's killing your people? And he says, well, yeah, because it's you. Oh, snap. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> the variant they're hunting is you. So naturally... We go to Salina, Oklahoma, 1858. Well, yeah, it's duh. just a natural progression in storytelling. I mean, we already did France in 1549, so where else are we going to go? Exactly. And as of today, if you go on the Salina, Oklahoma Wikipedia page, you're going to see that the, the town is only 1.08 square miles. Nice. Population, 1,396. That's not a lot. It's not a lot. And in popular culture. It's featured in the closing scene of the first episode of Disney Plus' Loki. That's phenomenal. So someone already has thrown this in there. An interesting fact about this tiny town in Oklahoma is that they discovered oil there in 1859. Uh-huh. And I like how the guards even say, like, oh, there's oil here. What do you want to do? They're like, let's just leave it. Right. It's like, oh, it's too much paperwork. Forget about some it. Some clown with a time machine came back here to try to make it rich. That's it. But then naturally, there's a cloaked figure off in the distance. Oh, who so. Sets fire to said oil. Yeah, and that's not what you want. And he burns up all the guards that are all there. All of these TVA agents. The reset charge. And yeah, that's, again, taking those reset charges. And we don't know who it is because the episode ends with this silhouette of this character. And that is the glorious purpose. That is episode one of Loki. Just. Oh man, I'm What a phenomenal entry, man. So excited just to see where this goes from here. So many things in the grander scheme of the MCU have now been established, like the for the phase, yeah. if you will, because we still have not had a film in this phase. Right. Which is wild to think That's about. That's insane. But then you also set up the micro, like the story that is Loki. So you have the macro set up with the multiverse with the nexus and then you have all the Loki stuff underneath. Yeah. Man, am I loving what I saw in this one. And I like that they have taken 
very big steps in establishing that there's still places they can go after the Infinity Stones. Which is wild. They have nerfed the stones. Which is the right thing to do. You have to. It's the only way to build out another threat. Right. Is to get rid of this massive other threat that you've already had now in the past story. Exactly. You have to get rid of the old MacGuffin, the old Deus Ex. (laughs) To introduce some other Deus Ex. Right. Somewhere. We don't know what it is still, which is awesome. Very exciting. I also love how they moved the show to Wednesdays. Yeah, I do too. That is- um, Which is great. And it's probably just because they don't want to compete with Black Widow. That's exactly what I expect too, is that, that because Black Widow comes out in what, like three weeks? Something like that. So it's going to pretty much, I think either one or two episodes of Loki is going to be overlapping Black Widow, which makes me think that, I mean, what's possibly going to happen that's going to tie in unless they're just that far ahead of us again? Yeah, I don't know if there's going to be any ties. I think they just didn't want it to be on the same night. That's pretty fair. You don't want to take away from that box office. Exactly. Hour-long show. Especially right now when the box office is very unpredictable. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you got to figure because, I mean, Disney Plus is going to do like their premiere or whatever. Right. So people are going to be on Disney Plus already. Right. Spending their 30 bucks. I mean, after that, you might as well watch Loki. You might as well dive in. Hmm. I'm going to ask you the usual question here because this one is set up as a bit of a mystery. Yes. What do you think's happening? I think we've got some some Lokis afoot who are, are causing mischief. Multiple Lokis. I do think it's multiple Lokis. Oh, and I do too. You know what? If It might just be one Loki gone bad, but I think we're going to meet a lot of Lokis along the way. Which is extremely exciting because I had the same exact thought. I know that they've said this is not based on anything. Which is phenomenal. This is a completely original story. I love that. So go ahead and guess anything you want. There's no footing in comic books for yeah. what this story is. This is amazing. The way Feel free to go back to the 80s and read the Thor books with the TVA, but I, it's, I don't know how much it's going to help you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Especially because they brought in Michael Waldron, who is writing and, and show running this show. And I mean, this guy has worked on Rick and Morty, so this could go literally anywhere. You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. <laughs> as soon as you say, yeah, we got a writer from Rick and Morty, I go, oh, okay, so you just want to keep this as unpredictable as possible? Cool. Beautiful. Can't wait for Loki to be Pickle Loki. Pickle Loki. I'm Pickle Loki. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> but. <laughs> but. I mean, if Disney's trying to sell merch, that's probably the angle. That's the, again, logical <laughs> progression. This is going to be a fun ride. Absolutely. This is already set up to be as fun as I thought it would be. Yeah. And man, I'm just so looking forward to Wednesdays now. Yeah. I'm in love with just the aesthetic of the TVA. I'm in love with the aesthetic hard stop. Oh, absolutely. Like the set design of this thing looks really, really good, but it's small it's, by design, Yeah, which it gives you the ability to build these actual sets. When you look at this show, there's not a lot of actual sets that happen. Right. Maybe- five or six possibly yeah which that's not even a full soundstage at that point wow. like what they did oh, was wow they just slap it all together here you can make these things look really nice when they're that small yeah this really is just a bottle episode in a lot of ways it is isn't it i'm curious how they're going to expand upon that if it's going to get more worldly or if it's going to stay small they've already shown that it's going to get more worldly and more timely that's true that's already established which is 
phenomenal. I mean, we've already like hit the 1500s and the 1800s. Yeah, this hub that they can keep coming back to yeah. also because now that's established yeah. and that looks established. And damn it, I love the TVA logo. I'm a big fan of it. It's great. It's very classic. I, I agree. Everything about the TVA is very classic. It's very retro futurism and it's ah, chef's kiss. I completely agree. I am so looking forward to this journey. And again, this is going to take place for our Monday show, our, our normal stuff, until it's over and we're back in full swing of things doing our movie. Exactly. We're on a break. A working break. A working break. <laughs> Could it be any less of a break? I do want to say, anything you have to say about Loki, keep it off the comments on Facebook. Yes. But by all means... Send in whatever you want. Yeah, message us. Capepodcasters at gmail.com or send us a direct message on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or wherever. Or wherever. Just don't put it in the public view. We don't want to spoil anything. We're very anti-spoiler. That's very true. Um, Speaking of emails, I know we're on a break. What? But we, <laughs> really? we did get an email um, literally this week. Okay. Uh, and it is from Jeff Miners. Hi, Jeff. And he wrote- Producer of our last exactly, episode, uh, Speed Racer. We, we ha- he had some production notes, it looks like. Okay. Hello, fellow capies. I thought you did a very good job on a movie I hold in high regard, even though Brian was a little more negative about it. Yeah, you're damn right it was. A lot of more negative. I wouldn't say a lot. I still liked it. You were a little hard. I mean, a little. <laughs> but that was just to keep it out of our top 10, mostly. Fair. Okay. Jeff Myers goes on to say, how could you do this to me, Brian? I thought we were Power Rangers pals. And then he says, I don't like the Power Rangers. This is why I love Jeff. And now, I don't even Jeff's know if I want to read the rest. person. I'm going to get like a tattoo of him. <laughs> just like right, on, right in my heart region. Just the Jeff Miners heart tattoo? <laughs> he says, anyway, I grew up on the cartoon, and when I heard there was a movie being made, I was ecstatic. He knew he was truly watching a Speed Racer movie after the finish of the Casa Cristo race when... when Emil Hirsch does the the signature speed racer pose. Oh, God, I love it so he much. He says he he damn near leapt out of the theater chair because he was yelling, he did the pose, he did the pose. <laughs> <laughs> Which is how we felt when, when they said multiverse. Exactly. He did the pose! He did the pose! And also when they do the checkerboard at the end of the Grand Prix, he's like, ah, oh, it's just like I in the anime. It. It's the best. Um, he, goes, he does note that the, the Mach 5 in the movie was not a set piece or CGI. It was a functional car that they built. That's wild. And they suspended it from a crane to do all the all the CG work around it, which is just wow. That's correct. Um, all that said, wonderful movie. Maybe not top 10, but definitely top 11. Let's <laughs> see, see what you did there. <laughs> uh, the Wachowskis did an amazing job trying to get you immersed in their vision, and he didn't care about the lack of character development or story being a little lackluster because it was an amazing representation of what the show was, which was ridiculous and cheesy and over the top, and Damn it, fun. He's right. Can't you just have fun, Brian? I can have fun. Uh, he says, thank you for reviewing the movie. And I hope you guys enjoy your break because I think you deserve it. Some villains may not agree, and I will not name names because that's how you get banned from Chinese restaurants. <laughs> that is a phenomenal <laughs> reference. Wow. Anyway, I look forward to your Loki episodes and your opinions on it. Don't forget to review The Shadow. Sincerely yours, Jeff Miners. I appreciate Jeff not bringing up Master of Disguise. I also appreciate More than that. anything. <laughs> that almost deserves a retroactive speed racer. He bump, really drew but... a line in the sand of good guy, bad guy. <laughs> he did, right there. Jeff's a good guy, and thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, if you have anything you want to say, email us at kpodcasters at gmail.com. Once again, don't put anything public about Loki. 
But if you have anything you want to say, any comments, questions, anything about that, send them to capepodcasters at gmail.com or direct message us on Facebook. Nothing public. Nothing public. No spoilers. Your comments will be deleted. Brian, you got anything else? Oh, just the usual. Yeah, rate, review, subscribe, and uh, follow us on Patreon. This month, we're going to be doing Little Shop of Horrors. Totally forgot about all that. (laughs) You can tell we put on a small break already. Yep. (laughs) But other than all that normal stuff we do at the end of every episode, no, I don't have anything else, Dave. Oh, okay. Perfect. (laughs) Great. All right. (laughs) So stay tuned, because next week, episode number two of Loki. We'll see you then.